make a hundred million dollars off of Sydney Sweeney and Dakota Johnson in the same movie as superheroes. Apparently Disney couldn't convince Pedro Pascal to shave his mustache for Reed Richards either. What the hell is going on? That's right, we're covering that today in the weekly review, weekly recap, weekly rundown. Thank you so much for bearing with me the past week. You know what really gets in your way? Being a being like a you know public figure, a podcaster, somebody who actually has to talk to people on a pretty regular basis, both in private and quite publicly. Um, when you catch when you catch cold, which immediately goes after your voice. I, I was talking to a friend of mine, and um, he's a big podcaster, like way like big, like big, big, big podcaster, and he's been podcasting for about. 15 years now, uh, has done easily a thousand podcasts, multiple shows. He's in the million download club. And he told me that he noticed that when he started podcasting year after year after year, he started getting laryngitis and he started getting strep. And every time he gets any type of infection, especially upper respiratory infection, it ends up going after his voice. And, um, more so than anything else, like, you know, of course you're going to get a throat as part of cold symptoms. I actually thought that that was just, you know, him with bad luck though, but it was about six years into me being a podcaster that I began to notice that over time it started hitting my voice more and more and more. And what's funny is that I caught uh, COVID pneumonia in 2021 and you can go back and listen to those old episodes in the SPC archives. Um, people have said to me, and I, I, I know some of you will joke, well, you were going through puberty or something, Remso, but people will actually say to me that my voice permanently changed after I went through that. And I did not think about it until somebody said that while I was recording a live show with them. And then my wife overheard that individual say that. And then she said, yeah, your voice has gotten deeper since um, you got sick and since you had pneumonia. And I don't, this is not a theory. This is not something I'm putting out there. This is just something that I've been thinking about. Uh, for other folks I know that are podcasters, that are content creators, you got to do a lot of talking. you got to project a lot more folks in radio. They have all said that over time, uh, their voices are the things that change. And, um, you know, it's like athletes are more prone to certain things, uh, certain injuries, uh, you know, live singers are more, uh, prone to damaging their vocal cords and stuff like that. It would not surprise me if for some weird reason, people who have to speak and people have to project and inflect and speak in a certain point to a certain degree throughout their, uh, professional career, especially end up getting some type of, I don't know, targeted illnesses to their voice. But none of that has anything to do with it. Otherwise, I'm fine. You can't say the same thing about Madam Webb, though. No, no, no. I told you a few years back that when I went to see Morbius, I was one of four people in the theater. And that other than um, the nutty professor, I have never... Well, actually, I walk, I remember my parents walking out of that movie. We went to go see the nutty professor, too. And like for some weird reason, we walked out, which back then I look at it, and I'm like, that was a stupid movie. I don't know why we'd walk out of it. 
Um, but like Morbius is the one movie where I'm like, I actually wanted to walk out because it was that horrible. It was that bad. It was one of the worst movie experiences I've ever had. And I did not think it could get worse. Have I gotten to see Madam Web and my future ex-wife, Sydney Sweeney? No, I have not. But um, the reviews aren't really making it seem that way. I asked my wife if she wanted to see it and she was just kind of looked at me. And um, I can't really blame her. This is not one of those films that really bodes well. It's a Spider-Man movie without Spider-Man. It's a Sony Mar- it's a Sony Marvel film. It's not a Marvel cinematic film. And the last time I went to I took her to go see a superhero movie, it was The Flash. We watched um, all three hours of that. We walked out past midnight and she looked at me and said it was absolutely horrible. And you can listen to my review. It absolutely was. So do I want to go ahead and put my poor wife through that? Do I want to go ahead and subject her to uh, visual torture on screen? I don't think I can. I think that would dangerously impact my marriage. But I guess we'll have to see how bored we are during this three-day weekend we're at. And um, I got to say, though, like to say something is worse than Morbius is to say that you have something worse than AIDS. It's like saying you have like live Ebola. Um. I went ahead and did what I always do when a movie comes out. I uh, ruin it for myself, and I went over to Wikipedia just now, and I read the plot. And honestly, if you read any potential teaser, spoiler, whatever, within the past year about this movie, um, yeah, that was the movie. It's basically Terminator with Spider-Man. It's like a Blumhouse entertainment horror film, but with less of the horror in it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, at least they're not making it like a girl power empowerment, you know, film. I think for that, it's got at least more redeeming qualities than the Marvels. I think just because of that, we should go ahead and support Sidney Sweeney and Dakota Johnson and, Go watch this movie, because wouldn't it be funny if the little Spider-Man-less film that could ended up outgrossing uh, the Marvels, which I was watching. um, I was watching Deadpool on Disney Plus the other day. I saw a commercial because I'm not rich and I have commercials on Disney Plus. Um, I saw them promoting that on streaming. And I just I know like three people who have gone to see that one of them was my own brother. I think one of them was Mark and I I forget who the other one was, but three people, three people. I did did a poll in the second comics fan zone, our five dollar entryway in private Facebook group. Go ahead and join today. Patreon.com slash second print pod. And no one else really saw it there. So what that basically showed me was like, you know, it it used to be rare to skip projects. And I feel like with the, the recent MCU and with superhero films in general, let's just include everyone in general, it's becoming more acceptable amongst the nerd and comic book community to say, you know, I'm just going to sit this one out, dog. I'm just, I'm just going to stay home because this just is not doing it for me. So... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip a coin, see whether or not it's worth it, and uh, I'll get back to you as to whether or not I do a review. I will say this. Uh, the preview images, the, the speculative art that Marvel Disney has put out for the Fantastic Four, they went ahead and did it. One, I'll, I'll go ahead and praise them, and I'll go ahead and make a criticism too. Praise them. You'll remember a few weeks ago when we did another uh, episode that I said the one of the best things they could do was make the Fantastic Four 
a period film. Set it in the 70s, have it be a time displacement story. Marvel's great with periodic pieces, period pieces. And um, we read an article uh, from another commentator that basically made that case, and I agreed with him. I went ahead and said I think that would be great. It is confirmed that this will be a film set probably in the 60s. It's It looks, you know, from that late 50s, maybe early 70s era, but we can firmly say it's definitely, definitely in the 60s. So let's just say it's a 60s space age film. Uh, there, They have confirmed there will be time travel, multiverse elements. Long story short, we will be seeing the Fantastic Four in... Um, in modern times, eventually, the catch-up, because they got to be in Secret Wars and all that stuff. The Kang-less dynasty is it's probably going to end up being at this point. Um, so that's good. I think the costumes are interesting. I think the, t- the theme and the tone they're going to set for it will definitely be interesting. I think this will be fine. I'm very upset with the casting of Pedro Pascal, who I think is an amazing actor. I did not... Pin him for Reed Richards. One that was definitely a DEI push. That was definitely uh, you know make it more make it less white push. Is I think Kevin Feige had noted he wanted to make the film, and you know at least at least have him shave the mustache. Mister Fantastic has never had a mustache. The mustache just come on. Like at least have him act. At least have him pretend to be Reed Richards. They're giving him the graying temples, but I'm pretty sure Pedro Pascal was getting that to begin with. But otherwise, I mean, they couldn't have given him a full beard, like Secret Wars Reed. They're just making him read with spice. And, you know, as, as your local Latino, I can say he's just Reed Richards of seasoning. And I don't, I don't like that. I don't see that. I think they had a great opportunity in John Krasinski, who they had already introduced, but now I guess he's just going to be a multiverse variant of Reed. Um, how, what do you think of this? Is this something that you can dig? Is this something that you don't? Because I'm not, I'm not a fan right now. I think it's a crap move. I think it's lazy. I think it's as lazy as naming the third Deadpool film Deadpool and Wolverine. No points about that. I thought the trailer's fantastic. I just think it's the name that lacks imagination, as Spencer Bakuli over at Bounding in the Comics said. He called it a lazy attempt that is so lazy, it's shocking that they even went with that in like a surprising, ironic way. But what do we know? It's not like we spend our money on this stuff. Let me know your thoughts this weekend. Are you going to go ahead and see Madam Web? Are you going to go ahead and uh, give Pedro Richards, Mr. Pascal, read a chance whatever we do it i don't know if i will but we'll see it anyway well that's all she wrote folks go ahead and support us today on patreon at patreon.com slash second print pod for exclusive content and more good night america